Good morning, my friends. Boketov. I'm glad you're with me today. This is Erica Holman, your Jewish mother. Today, we will talk about motivation. I'm reading this great book by Randy Stepp. It's called Get Your Butt Out the Door. It's a 365-day motivational runner's companion. And today, the topic is motivation as a choice. I was interested in the Jewish perspective on motivation. So I went to the AISH website and I looked up some of the statements and ideas about motivation from a Jewish perspective. And there are different quotes from secular and non-secular people. One of the things that popped up was a quote from Albert Einstein. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. I like that because what he talks about is that we get stuck in life and sometimes it's hard to move away from what we've done that brought us to that point. And just thinking that motivation alone will move us away from that probably isn't going to work. We have to reframe ourselves and reframe our thinking. So Randy Stepp says, motivation is a choice. It's a feeling and feelings are a choice. Like so many things in life, happiness is a choice. You can sit in a rush hour traffic jam and pound on the steering wheel, or you can appreciate the time alone with your thoughts and sort out the world. You can bitch and moan or make excuses. He goes on, he says, you can choose to feel bad, run down, unmotivated, but, and this is a book about running, obviously, once the run is finished, you'll have a much greater feeling of satisfaction. So the next time you feel unmotivated, get your lazy body out of bed and go hammer. And I think that reframing motivation is critical if you really want to do things that are going to be pushing you beyond your limits because you don't want to get out of bed sometimes. You don't feel like putting a happy face on. So thinking about it from a perspective of habits, practices, and routines that move you through the day, no matter what, is really helpful. And all you have to do is start with a simple habit. You know, so I say the modei ani before I even get out of bed. It's a super short prayer that basically says, hey, thank you so much, God, for waking me up and giving me this day to move forward. It's very, very short. I do it even before I jump out of my bed. The next thing that I do is I make the bed. That is a huge sense of accomplishment for some people. For me, especially because I am a messy person. So I make that bed. Now I have a little trick. Sometimes, as I'm saying, the mode ani, I do this funny thing that one of my girlfriends taught me called pre-making the bed. So as I'm in bed, I start straightening out the covers. It's a pre-make. And then I can just slide right out and the bed's almost completely made. I am not a messy sleeper. I don't move around a lot, so it's easy for me. So that's how I start my day. And I have a real sense of accomplishment. 
Now, another interesting uh, quote that I read, which I thought was helpful from the H.com website, is a statement that says, a person who takes a walk of 100 feet and a person who walks 2,000 miles have one major thing in common. They both need to take a first step before they take a second step. And that quotation is from Rabbi Zelig Pliskin. The hardest part of anything is just beginning. And instead of perseverating and how hard it's going to be, and I see this a lot in business, a lot of people I work with throw up blocks. They say, well, we can't do this, this, and this. It's going to be really hard. I don't know how to do it. And I, I am of a different mindset where I know that if I throw something out, I'm going to be forced to keep working on it. So for me, the scariest part is not just getting started, but how do I get other people to just stay on board with me? And that's really how we look, how I look at moving from a motivation to a habit practice and routine, just circling back to things. I tell people that work for me, hey, work on this for nine minutes a day. Now, I have some superstitious behaviors. I like to use 18-minute increments or 36-minute increments because of the relationship of high. High is the symbol, or or 18 is the symbol for high, which is uh, the Jewish word for life, the Hebrew word meaning life. So I like to use increments of 18 and 9, and I set my timer kind of like the Pomodoro method. Instead of setting it for 25 minutes, I set it for 27. I set the timer a lot when I'm working on projects, because it keeps me in a frame. I don't have motivation to move through all the work that I do. Uh, I'm, I work in the nursing home industry and there are budgets and staffing and resident care needs and COVID. There's a lot of different information coming every single day. And I often see my colleagues hiding behind the work and instead of just embracing it, like this is just the way it is, just go with the flow. And I think it's because people fall back on needing the motivation. How do you stay motivated when you're being hammered with so many different things? And I just reframe it. Instead of needing to be motivated to work on my key factors and look at those things every day, it's just a habit. Okay, that's how I start my workday. I look at this key factor report. What's my labor like? How does it play into my acuity? Are my residents' needs being met because the labor is in order? When we're looking at practices, habits, and, and motive and routines, it's really important to remember, don't just do it from a rote. You're not trying to like, oh, these are my habits, I'm going to do it. Are they good habits? Are they uplifting? Is it meaningful to you? Is there intent behind what you're doing? So motivation alone will never help us reach the end results that we want. Behind that motivation, which will go away at some point, we also have to have intent and good good thoughts behind it. 
So motivation alone won't drive us. You have to look at your practices, habits, and routine. How can you use each roadblock that's thrown up against you to move forward? There might be a situation you're experiencing, but what part of that is going to be fertilizer for your next step? And I do like to say to people, this is good fertilizer. Like all this garbage and crap, track that we're being given is fertilizer for our next endeavor. And if we reframe in those types of ways, motivation is not going to be our primary factor. Motivation can wax and wane. It's truly about using information to move forward, to just doing it. The motivation burns away. So what is left for you? What's that long-term vision for yourself? How is it that you want to present yourself to the world? Using everything to move yourself forward. And that, my friends, is my thought about motivation. It's a feeling, and you choose to have many feelings. Obviously, if you have mental health concerns, you might need a little motivating factor. You might need a little something to help you get going. Maybe you need to go see your physician. Maybe you need to exercise five minutes a day, three minutes a day, whatever it is for you to find good intentions and reframe your day so that you can take what's thrown at you and use it for fertilizer to move forward. I'm Erica Holman your Jewish mother. Let me know what you want to hear about and we'll discuss it. Have a wonderful day, my lovelies.